I um did see one of the most amusing things ever. Um, that's a massive claim, Elliot. Something that tickled me lightly earlier this go. year. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, it made you do the small exhale out of the nose. It didn't make you laugh out loud. You said, <laughs> "Yeah, that." <laughs> Hello and welcome to what turns out to be episode 38 of Hey Brew, the podcast about beer and storytelling. Each week, one of us brings a story and a beer, and often they are related. My name is Elliot. And my name is Mike. Fantastic. Mike, how's it going, mate? Uh, it's gone all right. Um, Good. Yeah. Had, had it, my, it was uh, your birthday. Had my birthday yesterday, yeah. Basically, trying to tried to and succeeded to, to make the most of it in this locked down, isolated environment we find ourselves in in Melbourne um, did like a fancy dinner uh, with the, with my partner on, on Saturday night. She got like a meal kit from a, um, a, a what turns out to be a local fancy restaurant that I had heard of, but never seen before. Um, so we cooked that up on, on the Saturday night, drank a bottle of wine and watched fast and the furious six because uh, we're classy people. It's, yeah. That's um, a rad night. I, I, yeah, I understand that. The, okay. the me- so I was just going to say the, the menu, the way they laid it out was actually really kind of clever. Um, I did have to end up using all four of my gas burners, which I've never had to do before. Yeah, um, right. But it was basically like take the roast, put it in the oven at you know whatever temperature for I think it was like 30, 40 minutes. And then all the, all the timings on the recipes were like when the, when the roast has 20 minutes to go do this, when it has 10 minutes to go do this, so Ooh. that everything lined up at the same time. I like it, but also yeah. fraught with danger. A little bit, um, which is why we had to use all four burners because uh, it was like you need two saucepans of boiling water, you need one at the back for this, and one. For, yeah, it was just it was a lot. Um, it was, it was kind of fun, but it, it tested my small kitchen. <laughs> yeah, I'm imagining you cooking all of this to the song Yakety Sax. Yeah, it 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 was like that. But if you started it when when the song started, it was at 0.5 times speed, and then after every like 10 seconds, it got faster. There's like those things where it's like B movie, but every time the word someone says the word B, it doubles in speed. Yeah, that kind of, that kind of thing. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, it was, it was a really good time. And then um, yeah, Sunday uh, went outside for some exercise with a with a friend of mine, uh, and then did a did a family Zoom call on the on the afternoon. Um, so yeah, made, made it a whole birthday weekend because that's what you do when your birthday's on the weekend. You fucking steal both days. Oh hell yeah, man. Um, I believe last year, this is reminding me, you went to Mjolnir for your birthday, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. Um, I know they're doing meal kits at the moment. I've been they eyeing are. them up. Yeah. I've been eating um, quite healthily, but I could also be enticed to not. Yeah. It, I mean, like the, the food was uh, very, very good. Um, I, I would say that's probably one that's worth holding off for to when you can go back in. I think I would, Because yeah. a lot of the value there is the experience. Mm. Um you know, they give you the giant knife and they you can do the, the shot of whiskey through the through the hollowed out bone and that stuff I don't think is gonna work as well at home unless you just happen to collect knives. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think that's probably right, but they didn't anticipate it going in that direction. Yeah. <laughs> but also you can do like a weird Australian Nordic that's not a knife. Um I mean you could I wasn't gonna <laughs> This is a knife. Again, I don't know why they're Dutch. It's, it's Dutch. They're yeah. always Dutch. <laughs> Um, yeah, everyone knows Thor, the Dutch god. Yeah. Um, Thor Van Persie. <laughs> <laughs> was that intentionally a reference to the former Man U player? Yeah. Wait, was Van Persie a Man U player? Or did he I play at Arsenal? He, he played football. I know that much. 
Edmund van der Sar? No. <laughs> Robin van Persie. That's the that, guy. Sure, that's the one. Yeah, Manchester United. Been watching a lot of football recently because my housemate really likes it. Well, it's that's one what of the I few sports weekend. that are actually on. <laughs> Well, the American football's just started up again, which I'm very oh, excited nice. about, but not excited about enough to watch, apparently, because I'm yeah. just apathetic. But I made Hobbsy step and watch Man U the other night, and then they lost 3-1 quite unceremoniously to Crystal Palace, yeah. and I was hammered. <laughs> like a true Brit. Well, yeah, but like poor Hobbsy today, he's like, yeah, the reason we feel so rough is because Saturday we were up so late. And I was like, yeah, it was good. He's like, no, I wish you hadn't taught me into it. I was like, but what Man U played? He's like, we lost. If we'd won, I wouldn't have had a problem. Like, yeah. <laughs> There it is. That's fair enough. It was like 4 a.m. Oh, man. Is that it when was, it started? Dude, it was a late one. It was a real rough one. Wait, did the game start at 4 a.m.? Um, finish then? Audio shrug. You you stayed up until it started? Is that what you did? Yeah. Stayed up until yeah. it ended. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, drank any good beer? Um, oh, what did I have? Uh, so I had, uh, during the... the video call with the family yesterday um i had garage projects september fresh ipa i figured that I was an appropriate for a while how yeah, was it i figured that was an appropriate uh birthday beer um you were no, fresh in september yeah um no it's 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 uh it it feels like i'm it feels like a disparaging comment to say it's another one of those from from that sort of lineage they've done with those fresh ipas like it's still really it is good though, isn't it i know what you mean but it is but yeah the variance between them is is not so it's not that great it's not such yeah. a big gap between month to month. Um, Delicious it, it, beer made over and over. Yeah. And I, th- I think they're, you know, making small changes here and there to the formula. Um, you know, there's been like some of the earlier, earlier ones this year were a bit more like West Coast IPA um, in terms of the, the hop flavor and things like that. This, this was kind of a, another sort of big New hazy Wonder. slash yeah. Nipah sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but no, really good. Enjoyed it. This is the thing. Like no complaints because they're great. Yeah, but, but what's new to say about it? Yeah, it's yeah. it's a sort of thing like if 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 you're getting into that style for the first time, getting a couple of those in a month, like getting a couple of those in a row, month to month, is is not a bad way to try some things out. Yeah, because um, they they do sort of mix things up here and there, but yeah, had had one of those and then had another one right after it because it's good. Um, yeah, I think that's that's kind of the the main one. Um, did get a little a little birthday present from work that I was not expecting. Um, they sent out like this. Uh, it's one of those like gift box type things. I forget the name of the service they use, but it was like a mixed four of stone and wood bottles, and then nice. some, and then like a few pairs of socks. So apparently, I'm my dad because I was stoked as shit to get that. <laughs> That's pretty adorable <laughs> yeah. and quite funny. Yeah. But yeah, it was real nice. I was just like at, I was working here at home, and the doorbell rang, and there was a package that said like company name attention me and i was like i'm not expecting anything this is weird um and it's like this big sort of rectangular box i was like what's going on um no super sweet nice yeah good yeah. on him yeah um i drank my louisiana i had I took friday off which was pleasant i've taken next friday off but i've also been roped into helping someone move but i drank my louisiana voodoo queen on friday oh how was a that good beer yeah uh, what, my what, first uh, mouthful i was like style is it yeah that's a good question uh, it's a garage project one. It yeah. had, um, I believe it was like Belgian inspired, but then it okay. had things like chicory and coffee and stuff through it. So it's quite dark. Yeah. But it's very interesting. And I sat and played God of War and drank that on Saturday, Friday afternoon. Yeah. That, right. was, um, that was a nice end to, I to a say, bit of a that's nice a day. Friday off. I like yeah, that. Yeah, it was good, man. 
Um, yeah, it was, it was genuine. Like I say, first mouthful, I was a bit skeptical, but um, something about drinking a lot of it at 9% just turned, just, you know, it stopped, I stopped being a skeptical quite quickly. There you go. Yeah. Um, you got a little bit of a buzz. Yeah. So, no, right. it, was, it was, it was pretty delicious. And then, yeah, did, did the car wash, as I said, on Saturday. So, mm-hmm. sat outside and had some like pale ales and some mountain goat and stuff like that. Yeah. Just nice, nice, fresh, light beer. Yeah. For the weather, yeah. for the lads. For the lads. Big old bag of cans for the lads. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Could not complain. Mm. Um, but today we have uh, another beer. Yes. As, as per the way that this episode works. As is our want. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it's a beer that you've already had and we've already kind of discussed, which is the um, the Little Bang Galactopus, is it called? Yeah. Correct. Galactopus. Um, I almost called it the Fucktopus. Have you seen that? No. <laughs> it's a really weird 3D printing thing that went around for a while, which is just oh, an octopus. And at the end of every tentacle, it's just giving the middle finger. Oh, that's fantastic. It's brilliant. Yeah. Um, I I found one on the street in Hawthorne. I was oh. like made, made into a trophy. And I was like, if that's ah. there when I walk past later, I'm having that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was gone. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so it's Galactopus, a little bang. Mm-hmm. Um, it's another barley wine. Um, yes. So we've gone from like having never drunk barley wine to having like two of them back to back. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. It's also part of that um, little bang big shed tasting four pack that mm. we um, missed, but are now drinking our way through anyway. I just yeah. got overzealous and drank the one of these that was out of the four pack already. So I had to go and get these it's, over the weekend. <laughs> to be fair, I didn't think it through because I, sh- I, me- I was thinking at the time, I was like, ah, oh, well, there's four beers here that could easily be used. And then I messaged you and you're like, no, I drank them. I was like, I probably should have mentioned uh, that I was thinking that. But now, have you yeah. drank the Sludge Beast yet? Yes. And I've also, I'd, I'd had that one before the four pack. Um, I've, I've not had that. Um, and I've not, and I drank the other one last night. Mm. Um, ill-advised last drink, probably. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I've not drank the Sludge Beast yet. And I'm quite excited to. But I was trying to think if I could pull an episode out of that one. But all I could think of was it just sounded like something from Dark Souls. And I don't know if I can pull out an entire episode about Dark Souls. Yeah. Um, I, I will tell you that beer, also very good. Mm, looks it. Mm. Um, but should we crack into this one? I would like to. All right. Um, I'm going to say some things about it while we do that. Mm. So it's another um, 10.1% American barley wine. Yeah. Uh, it's a delicious, a hell deeply of a, malty. Hell of, a f- hell of a first drink for the day. Yeah. Um, like I say, it's probably going to cure my weekend. There you go. Um, Deeply malty, excessively strong ale from England. Americans like to throw a lot of hops in their beer. The Galactopus is a giant space-faring cephalopod who, although appearing approachable and charming, does devour planets, moons, and suns, reaping freaking awesome destruction on a truly epic scale. Both the Galactopus and the American barley wine in general should be approached with caution. Anyway, mm. empty stomach. Uh, I mean, I, I, had some, I had a snack maybe like an hour ago, so I'm hoping that's done. enough. <laughs> a delicious pork roll for lunch. Ooh, all right. I haven't done one of those in a while. The, the local bakery to me turns out to be a Vietnamese bakery, so they just do a, a great bar on me. Yeah, nice. All right. Very much more of the same as last time, you know, like dark biscuity color, bit of mm. head. Yeah, it's um, that kind of the, on the darker side of golden brown. Yeah. It, um, it, 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 sorry, I'm a bit far off my mic there, but yeah, it looks, um, certainly looks tasty. And I can smell it from here, like that multi-flavor. I think, mm. I think we're going to be in the same position as we were kind of last time, time before. I think it was last time. Yeah. 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 The, visco- the Viscosoraptor. Yeah. Was, yeah. That was the last one. Um, where it's, yeah, it's just like, 
it's going to be quite malty, quite biscuity. Ever so slightly, probably fruity flavors. I don't know, mm-hmm. like darker stewed fruits rather than like your stone fruits. Um, but let's find out. Yeah, let's let's actually taste it. Yeah, it's pretty much um, pretty close to what I thought. <laughs> it's nice. Yeah, it is um, a little little bit like toasty almost. Yeah, that's that. Well, I guess roast. that's you know those those kind of oats or or whatever you spoke about. Um, yeah, that's the malt flavor coming through. So again, yeah. it is a little bit like um, it's almost like an English bitter or something turned up to eleven. Like I always think this with like strong malty beers is that it mm. tastes like a real ale, but like given right. steroids. Yeah, like this and the last episode makes me want to go and look more into what defines a barley wine and differentiates it from other styles. Um, well, they're becoming more and more of a thing, so I anticipate that that would not be that difficult for you to uh, get some kind of event whereon they'll show you that and you'll get blind drunk. Uh, yeah, yeah. please send me out some very small cans, about a shot each of four barley wines, because drinking four of these would destroy me. Oh, you want some of those? Um, you ever seen those tiny cans of Asahi you can buy in Japan? Oh, yeah, I have seen those. <laughs> Adorable. Yeah. Why don't I bring any of those back with me? They're just cute. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm getting a like a fair bit of bitterness in mm. this one, like especially on the aftertaste. It's just kind of lingering there right sort of in the middle of the tongue. Yep. I don't know if you're getting that, but... Yeah, definitely a wee I bit. I don't remember that so much from last week's one. Well, um, I'll tell you for why. Uh, this is an American-style barley wine, and they did mention that they load it up on hops. So the bitterness right. comes from the early edition of the Alfratids and Hops. Excuse me. Um, hops added early in the boil will make it bitter. Hops added later will add like those like mm. uh, fruity flavors and gotcha. scents. And then those added in the fermentation tanks will add like pure aroma. Right. Fun. Okay. Science with Elliot. Hey, man. Like that. That's part of why I like doing this segment with you, someone who's done a bit of brewing before like you know enough to figure that sort of stuff out and then we can have a talk and we can have a conversation about it whereas like, uh-huh. i wouldn't know what the fuck i was talking about i guess that's the point of this show a little <laughs> bit well. yeah try, try to be a good uh a good entry point yeah um i will play the straight man who knows fuck all about how to make beer but i sure know how to put it in my mouth hole <laughs> i think it's uh potentially controversial comedy to say it's an unusual thing to say i'll be the straight man I know exactly how to put it in my mouth. Um, yeah. as back-to-back sentences. Which I, like. hey I heard it. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. Well, do you have any, like, this is the thing. Because this is a beer we don't know especially well as a style, mm. I, I struggle to find things to talk about about it too much. Yeah, I, th- I think, like, you know, I'm, I'm imagining someone who, like, has tried a few different styles of beer, but not one of these, and they're like, barley wine sounds interesting. I want to give it a go. This might be confronting, like this one in particular. Um, I I think barley wine's kind of confront. I think yeah. it's definitely one of those beers that you wouldn't drink unless you're like a beer drinker. Uh, yes and no. Like the one last week was actually pretty easy drinking as far as it goes. This one I think just has like a little bit more bitterness and maybe like a little bit more of the the booze flavor. Um, so it might be like you know if if you're trying to barley wine for the first time, it might be a bit much at first. Um, so, but so- it it, it kind of mellows the more you get into it. Yeah, and I'm I'm never sure whether that's just like you getting used to the flavor or whether it's the alcohol. Mm. Um, I don't think this one burns too much with the alcohol. You can definitely taste the booziness there, a little yeah. bit in the stomach. But um, I do know what you mean. And then, it, but the, I always think like the last one was quite approachable. Or mm. we're also quite used to drinking strong beers. And I never know where that is, where that line is, because the the other thing is like it's impossible for us to then tell because 
yeah, it's all we can't, it's all, we can't be uh, context free. Self assessment, yeah. No, yeah. I, I I do think the one last week was perhaps a little bit more approachable as a beer or as a barley one than than this one. But I it's, think so. it's it's not much. It's not yeah. much. I think the other one had a little more sweetness to it, which takes yeah. the edge off. And yeah. I think this one, like you say, with that bitterness and the hops sort of addition, it does make it a little bit more of a a strong beer taste. Yes. He's gonna have a little, little sip. But yeah. Um look if yeah, I would say like if if you're wanting to experiment with some different beer styles and maybe you're buying like a mixed four or a mixed six, chuck a barley wine in there because I like you said, I feel like we might see a few more pop up. Um, just yeah, definitely. The, the the sort of rate they're in, they're increasing at, but it, it's it's worth trying because it's there's some interesting ones out there. Mm. Yeah, well, um, after recording last time, I forgot to mention the next night. I can't remember what I was doing, but Hobbsy had the Viscosoraptor. Right. And he's not like a big, mad, strong beer fan or anything like that, mm-hmm. like either. And he's like, oh, no, I thought it was really nice. It's like yeah, okay. went down really well. And I even went out and bought some pretzels to go with them because they yeah, were. Yeah, fuck. Like, I didn't do that this week. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was a good addition to have pretzels Man. and strong beer. I had yeah. some with the uh, Voodoo Queen the other day. It was good. Voodoo Queen makes it sound like I'm dating someone really rad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, especially when you refer to it as the voodoo queen, like yeah, the definite article. Rather good. than that beer. Um, uh, <laughs> if there are any voodoo queens listening who feel like they might want to date me, um, I think that that could be a really fun thing to have to say to people in future. Oh, yeah. Who are you seeing at the moment? Oh, voodoo queen. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> We're not big in Louisiana. Still, I Estonians. I don't know where this is going. Estonians, get in touch. <laughs> um, Hello at Hebrew.zone. Yeah. We are now taking personals, apparently. <laughs> Lockdown is very lonely, Mike. Um, yeah, I get it. All right. Shall we just get into it as well before I, um, I don't know, put my foot in it worse? Yeah, let's do that. Let's let's go into your, your actual topic. All right. Unless, unless it is just you, you know, trying to find a date. Oh, in that case, give me 20 minutes. I need to write something. Okay. Uh, all right. Hit it. So you'll be pleased to hear that the rest of the episode is just going to be even more sad and depressing um, as we get into the topic of um, uh, how it all ends. Oh, no. Yes. Um, oh, no. <laughs> so after seeing the Galactopus and yeah, the I want, fact I want to know how you got here. <laughs> so it's a Galactopus and uh-huh. it's called Little Bang Brewing. Um, I want to talk about the end of the universe. Right. Um, so I'd like to, first of all, acknowledge my sources. Oh, We're good. becoming more professional by the episode. Yeah. So uh, this is from an article in Nature uh, no, called Crunch, Rip, Freeze, or Decay? How Will the Universe End? Damn, which you, was, you out here quoting scientific journals now. Well, it's, it's, it's technically a book review from a scientific ah. journal for Katie Mack, who's very funny on Twitter. Katie Mack's book, The End of the Universe, parentheses, astrophysically speaking, end parentheses. I think I, I think I am familiar with Katie Mack on Twitter. She's quite good. There was a really yeah. famous tweet where she said something about how catastrophic and alarming climate change is. And then someone replied like, well, obviously you don't understand science very well. Maybe you should go back to school. And she That's responded, it. well, I already got my PhD in astrophysics. Anything else seems like overkill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah. I would like to drop this mic, but it's your mic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's very good. Anyway, so um, best estimates are that the Big Bang happened about 13.8 billion years ago. And I think that based on that and the current state of affairs, I think we can probably all agree that it's probably time to call it a day. Yeah, we've had a good run. Yeah. <laughs> great, great Simpsons moment. Dad, it's poisoned. Mm, I had a good run. <laughs> yeah. 
um, contractual obligation fulfilled. Uh, yep. So, yeah, it is widely accepted by uh, most people that uh, the universe started with the Big Bang. Mm-hmm. Good, just waiting, make sure there's no dissenting opinion. Not just want to see you do that. Well, actually... Um, <laughs> Let me put my fedora on and wear yeah. actually you, sir. Um, but people have a few different theories on how it's all going to end. Um, and at this point, I'd like to really class it up by quoting T.S. Eliot, my namesake, Good the American God. poet, by uh, quoting the end of his uh, famous poem, The Hollow Men, with the line, this is the way the world ends, not with a bang, but with a whimper. Now, I thought about reading the whole poem, but didn't, so don't <laughs> really know. In- you instead read the part that ended up on a Cards Against Humanity card. Yeah, well, it was the bit that I already knew, so I yeah. just wanted to make sure who was buying or anything else. Uh, and then I started reading it, and I read the first couple of stanzas, and I was like, ah. And then there was quite a few more, and I was like, oh. Yeah. Um, also came across something earlier that was talking about a 33,000-line um, poem where we got the phrase, uh, maybe chalk and cheese from, and I was just like, no, forget that. That's a, lo- um, that, that's, that's a long walk for a drink of water. Yeah, dude. It's 33,000 lines, and it was in like 1359. No, thank you. That was all of the lines back then. Yeah. I mean, he didn't have anything else to do, right? Probably to repeat himself a lot. Yeah. People's memories were worse back then. They probably could get away with it. Like, the modern day equivalent is when you go onto Twitter and you see, like, someone's put a tweet up and at the bottom it's like one out of 400. Ugh. I don't want that. <laughs> Visceral pain. Now it's time to talk about game theory. A thread a reader. Inside baseball Twitter joke. Um, apologies. Please okay. continue. <laughs> Thanks, Moneyball. Um <laughs> So, uh, we actually know how the world will end. Um, All right. It, or rather, we know how the world will end prior to human intervention. Um, <laughs> yep. Good, good, uh, and, good distinction. Yeah. That is that in about five billion years, uh, the sun will run out of usable fuel, which I believe will be hydrogen. Um, it will enter its red giant phase, expand, and engulf all nearby planets. Let me just um, say, can't wait. We're fucked, but I also probably don't plan on living that long. So, um, yeah, five bill. Cool. Probably, probably missed that. Yeah. Um, so to start off the universe, we had the Big Bang. Well, prior to that, we had, if I'm correct, a fluctuating singularity. But um, oh no. We're not going to go into that shit. Why are we there's, doing science class again? Dude, there's, there's a little bit of mad physics in this one, but but yeah, only cool. a small amount. I, I know like a little bit, having like read a few books from sort of uh, physicists and things about string theory, just out of interest, because apparently I'm weird like that. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, it is interesting. Mm. Um, <clears throat> anyway, so we had the Big Bang, followed by a period of rapid expansion, um, from which formed all matter and dark matter. Um and we have dark energy, which is counteracting gravity um, and therefore keeps driving expansion. But that stuff's all like not actually been detected in experiments yet, right? Yeah, it's, kind of it's, it's all largely the theoretical. But yeah. the thing is, like with this stuff, when it's also like I had this argument with someone, so it's like when it's largely theoretical, but most people who know about this stuff agree, I tend to think that they're probably then like it's, it's probably a pretty good theory. Yeah, it it's a, it's a strong case for a theory. It yeah. still needs some amount of evidence before it gets wide acceptance is typically how that stuff goes i think yeah but um yeah for the purposes of this it all definitely exists great grand don't so, quote us as a source at all science students don't at me at Hebrew podcast to tell me why i'm wrong unless you're an astrophysicist then no, actually, actually please do do 
Yeah. I want to see them take us down. I really want to know. Anyway, hmm. so I'm going to go through a few of the complete, competing theories of what's going to happen. So okay. we're going to start with our most likely, or what's considered to be a most likely, which is something called the Big Crunch, which Ooh. does sound like a breakfast cereal or, or a, a delicious chocolate bar. Yeah, I was thinking about the Nestle Crunch. Yeah, and so like was a I. big one. I remember yeah, the you first know how you get tried- the giant Toblerones. It's like that. Yeah, yeah, like a, a big Wonka bar style. Like yes, gigantic. Oh man, I've the, I've got the golden heat death of the universe. <laughs> <laughs> Good. I mean, it doesn't have quite the same ring to it as the original no. song, but no. Um, so at the moment, universal expansion continues and Apparently. doesn't really seem to be slowing down hugely or at all. But um, the preventing theory is that if the universe holds enough matter, including dark matter, then eventually the power of gravity will overtake the power of the expansion, which is being fueled by dark energy. And this all sounds like something out of D&D when I use words like dark energy. Well, it's kind of like it's a rubber band being stretched out and eventually that will contract again, right? Well, that that's exactly right. Like it'll eventually run out of energy to expand. Uh, gravity takes over, expansion ends, and everything will eventually be drawn back together. Mm-hmm. But I just like how... So what is that like? Uh, science is magic to the uninitiated. Like when you start talking about things like dark energy, it very much is magic because very few people are initiated, including me. But also, dark energy sounds cool and esoteric and sinister. Yeah, it sounds um, like some sci-fi shit, and I'm yeah, in here rad. for it. Um, so uh, Skeletor and the dark energy. I uh, know. So dark <laughs> energy will eventually cause the uh, excuse me, gravity will eventually cause the galaxies, stars, and planets to start smashing into each other more and more regularly. So if you think about that, like on a mad scale, like if a planet smashes each other, how crazy! If yeah. a galaxy crashes into another galaxy. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a galactic destruction derby. Yeah, so cool. Um, I mean, it is the end of all life, but so cool. We won't be here. It'll be fine. Yeah. Um, eventually, as a result of that, densities and temperatures rise, uh, and everything is ended as it collapses into a single point, um, kind of like the initial state when we had the Big Bang. So it's just constantly doing this cycle? Is that sort of what that leads to? Well, interestingly, a theory is that we will have something called the Big Bounce, which does sound like the opening to the grand final. Um, (laughs) That's an Australian joke for you people. You are welcome. Queensland, enjoy it while you have it. Bounces the ball in the middle of the field and it shoots up into space. (laughs) Oh, no, he bounced it so hard it formed another universe. Yeah, but it still stayed within the square so he didn't have to blow the whistle. So specific. It's so um, dumb. <laughs> well, so, so so the big bounce is uh, where, at the point of crunch, it'll spawn another universe in a it's basically another big bang-like event after universal singularity is reached, or a repulsive quantum force causes re-expansion. Great, mm-hmm. I love that. We will be doing a little bit more about quantum mechanics. Oh no! Why are no, we dude, doing this, dude? Because like I quote unquote know what it is, but I. <laughs> I will explain it in the way that I know what it is, which oh, is the, You wrong. sound like the type of people that people like Katie Mack tell off on Twitter. Oh, look, if there's one thing I am, it's very, very aware that I have a layman's view of everything. So Good. when an expert talks, I'll just be like, okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know what it is, but I like know what it is. Yeah. Here's the Dunning-Kruger effect curve. Tag yourself. Yeah. I'm pretty early on. Don't worry. Yeah. Like... <laughs> I have a rudimentary understanding. It's like I know what the Treaty of Versailles was. I don't know what's written in it. I've heard of it. 
Yeah, I don't know why I picked that one either. <laughs> oh, it's because the next bit is about the heat death of the universe and um, uh, international treaties are dull. Um, right. So the heat death of the universe is also known as the Big Freeze. And more recent evidence suggests that over the last billion years, um, as mentioned, dark energy forces the universe to continue to expand. Now, suggestions are that the universe will actually now just continue to expand forever and ever and ever. All right. And we're just going to keep doing this forever and ever and ever. Um, Mm -hmm. But it does mean that we're going to have a much worse, more agonizing and prolonged end to the universe, which is known as the heat death of the universe. Also known as something called maximum entropy, which is a really fun oh, thing to yes. say. Uh, also, maximum entropy, uh, my favorite post-hardcore band. Um, <laughs> That's very good. Thanks. Um, <laughs> so, so this is where it started to get a bit, a bit confusing. Um, entropy is a core part of the theories of thermodynamics, which mm-hmm. is where there uh, ceases to be enough thermal energy to convert into work. Yeah, I remember seeing an explanation for it, which is like entropy is essentially like the order of a system. So if yeah. things are like bouncing around, that's is that high or low entropy? I can't remember. Man, I don't know. When it it's started been, to get into order, I was like, yeah. I don't, I'm going to have to look at what that order means as well. And then it's six Wikipedia pages deep before I yeah. even get to an answer. Yeah, this is where you start talking about like the arrow of time and how mm. you can't uncrack an egg and all sorts of weird metaphors that you have to use. You'd be pleased to hear eggs do not come up more than twice. Great. Okay, um, so essentially, what happens is all the matter in the universe spreads about, spreads far enough apart that it stops being usable to convert into a fuel with the amount of, uh, or, or convert into anything with the amount of available energy in any given system. Yeah, yeah, I think that's like from the some of the books I've read. That's where the egg metaphor comes in. Is like an egg when it's still in its shell is like minimal entropy, and then when you break it and it all then settles all the pieces settled and that's kind of the same thing. Like it's all spread out and you, it's hard to remember and or explain. It's been a while. So in my head there, I was like, how does that then? And I guess like it stops being a viable thing to use or eat or usefulness disappears. I'm like, yeah, it would never support life. And I was like, I suppose it's like taking a person apart. You couldn't really have much use for them after this. And I was like, that's nah, like getting dark there. Really. Yeah. 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 Like all of this is like right on the edge of, if we push this too far, it gets real grim. Yeah. So I put down the analogy here that it's kind of like the universe just suffocating. Yeah. Yeah. You're just pulling all the parts further and further away from each other. Yeah. Um, So eventually what would happen is the universe will reach a temperature of absolute zero, um, which is zero Kelvin, a.k.a. minus 273.15 degrees Celsius, Celsius Mm -hmm. centigrade, whichever one you want to use. They're both the same thing. They just have different names. Yeah. Um, without gases to form and fuel stars, eventually heat and light disappears from the universe. Black holes dominate. Um, and then this is where it starts to get stupid. So black holes dominate, but they eventually start to die too because black holes evaporate due to something called uh, emitted Hawked, ha- emitting Hawking radiation. Mm-hmm. So this is a type of radiation known as black <laughs> Why body... Why are you doing this to yourself? <laughs> Honestly, because I wrote it down. Because I bothered to learn and understand it. So unfortunately, okay. everybody else has to suffer with me. All right. So um, Hawking radiation is a type of black body radiation, uh, which is basically dependent on a thing's temperature. Uh, black body radiation, as you can imagine, only happens to things which are black. Um, so it's not a clever name. Yeah. Just is. Yeah. Um, I really do want to like stress that I'm saying like black body radiation, not like some kind of... And then might. Um, yep. So what happens is due to the quantum effects near the event horizon, 
two quantumly entangled photons are formed. This is what Hawking radiation is. Mm -hmm. One of which escapes the event horizon, but is almost torn apart by the gravitational forces. Now, because they're quantumly entangled, the same thing happens instantaneously to the other one. That creates what's called a partner wave of negative energy, which passes into the black hole, slightly reducing the energy of it and adding an equal amount of positive energy into the universe outside of the hole. Which <laughs> is how, over time, black holes evaporate. Uh-huh. I, know, and I feel like I know just enough to almost understand what you're saying. This is what I mean when I say I have like a rudimentary understanding of these things. It's like I, I'm reading through it and I'm like... I. Like, you understand these words you're saying, and I understand this yeah. concept on this level. Yeah. Like all of these levels below, I've no fucking. Idea. I'm just thinking of like someone who's listening to this, not quite, not quite even knowing or having heard some of these terms before, and like, when are they going to explain all of those? Well, I'm more concerned <laughs> that those people are going to, or those people that are like half paying attention, <laughs> and they're just like, wait, what? Yeah. So this uh, American quant- life is weird. Two quantum entangled photons. Uh, yeah. No. <laughs> They've just got like podcasts playing in the background. It's like Ira Glass sounds different this week. Um, <laughs> what is this accent? <laughs> oh, um, man. I've also just got one bullet point here that says "fucking confusing." Yes, yeah. <laughs> so um, it is. Yeah, but um, that's basically yeah. That's that's the heat death of the universe where people discuss it. Right. Um, I've got a couple more for us, which are fun. There's the big rip, um, <laughs> which does sound like. Um, Hey, I haven't made any reference to big things yet in Australia. Wait. What are you going on to this weekend? We're taking a road trip to see the big rip. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah. Uh, check out our previous episode on big things in Australia. Yeah. Plug, plug, I don't, plug, I don't plug, remember plug. which episode that was. But it's like four ago, I think. Yeah, something like that. Anyway, what do you got? Yeah, big freeze, big rip. Um, yeah, the big crunch. So the big rip yes. is an exciting possibility. Uh, you could tell I was a bit drunk when I wrote this. Right. Um, it was an exciting possibility in which dark energy speeds up instead of our rate of expansion, instead of slowing it down. And eventually, gravity won't be strong enough to hold together galaxy clusters. Stars will be ripped away from one another, and solar systems will no longer be strong enough to stay together. Eventually, stars and planets will literally explode with the, with, with the ant- lack of gravitational force keeping them together, and their atoms themselves will be torn apart at the seams. Well, that is just pure chaos. Yeah, it's wild, isn't it? Yeah. Is, like, is that like a, a, a theory that people will take seriously? The mad thing is all of these are considered to be right. viable theories. Yeah. Like, it, it was like, it was like when, so I was terrifying. First, when I was first reading about things like string theory and the things that were competing with string theory and just they all sound nuts on on like a on you know the perspective of someone looking in who has like a base level of physics knowledge it's like what how did we get here how are any of these the thing that you think is what makes up reality (laughs) um it's only gonna get worse i'm really sorry like i'm keeping it it all the way down i'm keeping it kind of like what's what i'm looking for I guess like approachable science, but I will talk about some things that are just mad in a bit, but in an approachable way, I hope. Okay. 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 Um, I can't wait. So we have another one called vacuum decay. Mm. So what we know of as a vacuum in space is not what's known as a true vacuum. Um, mm. A true vacuum is like, from my understanding, is is a physical well, a concept com- complete, of something which complete is complete lack of all matter, right? Yeah, it's a complete lack of everything yeah it's non-space um so a tiny bubble of a true vacuum forms in this theory 
And it James is James Dyson gets a hard on. <laughs> I hate that guy. <laughs> let me and let me tell you for why. The fuckhead was massively in favour of and promoted Brexit as being great for oh. British businesses and British workers. And then on the eve of the vote, moved all of his manufacturing over to Malaysia. Do I have to go now smash my vacuum cleaner to own the libs? Is that what I need to do? <laughs> Boycott my vacuum cleaner? No, just buy them secondhand and really fuck James Dyson. Uh, I, I didn't though. Yeah. Anyway. He's already a multi-billionaire. Yeah, I know. About it. So the reason this tiny vacuum tiny bubble of true vacuum forms is because of the um, awesome V8 power of the Dyson stick vac. <laughs> I was going to go, hold me closer, tiny vacuum. <laughs> well, this is a tiny dancer yesterday. Yeah. It's great. You ever seen the movie Always Famous? Almost no. Famous, sorry? No. Good, good movie. Kay okay, Hudson. Anyway, so um, the reason this forms is, and this is literally what I've got written down because I didn't understand it, something to do with the Higgs boson. Great. Yep. I couldn't tell you what that means either. And... Um, it can happen if something really crazy happens, like a black hole evaporating in a very specifically wrong way. <laughs> uh, Excuse me, sir. Did you know how fast you were decaying? Well, like if it's like, oh, not if it evaporates in this way, but if it evaporates in the wrong way, it's like, oh, sorry, I, was, I wasn't really paying attention. I did that all wrong. Um, yeah, this this is this is one of like the super like theoretical ones but what happens is basically that bubble then expands at the speed of light um destroying everything it touches and cancelling out the universe's existence not blowing it up or like pulling it all together or crashing or anything it just cancels everything out um and it might already be happening very 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 far away and we just don't know about it right of course but my favorite bit about this is that, as well as known as vacuum decay, this theory is also known as the big slurp. What the fuck and why in that order? <laughs> <laughs> why the big slurp? I don't know, but as I wrote that, I was like, ah, oh, I think Mike's going to like this. <laughs> so it's just, it's just ever so slightly I, I guess gross. I can see it. Like you've got this little vacuum and it's kind of like sucking everything in, right? Yeah, but the big slurp. Again, yeah. also probably the name of a thing you can get from 7-Eleven. Or it's just like, uh, there's one really big boost juice shop somewhere. And that's what everybody calls it. That's such an Australian joke. It really is. Do you even have boost juice in like NZ? No. Fantastic. I don't think so anyway, we have like juice shops, but not that's in a good that point. way. For our American listeners, it's like Jumba Juice. Is it? Don't know. It's just, that's just a name I've heard. I assume it's an actual okay. boost Because I saw a juice Jumba Juice in the Philippines and I was like, where am I? Is it just a juice shop? I assume so. I've never looked. So do I. I just hear it on TV. <laughs> this is oh, this is like, you know that exposition that we get when you're like, I don't know about these things. I've just heard their names. Mm, mm. Like quantum entanglement. Yeah, and I'm, I'm making leaps of assumptions based on the name alone and other yeah. things I've heard of. How's this though for us? I feel quite smug about the fact that we've both talked somewhat confidently about mad physics here, but don't know what a jamba juice is. Like, I feel very <laughs> smug about that. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. I'll, I'll I'll leave like I don't need to know what a jumbo juice is because I can easily do a Google search and figure that out. It's going to take me way longer to figure out what a fucking quantum entangled photon looks like. <laughs> well, that's one of the problems. Nobody knows what it looks yeah. like. All right, moving on. Yeah. All right. So if if like me, when you were writing this, incredibly hungover and oh, waiting for no. your Uber Eats to arrive, and you were just filled, you painted a very different picture about your research method. Now, 
Mate, it was <laughs> it was the day after my four AM Man United. I'm picturing game. you like in bed, right? And you've got your laptop next to you on one side, and then on the other side is like just a big like pad of paper, and you're just like really lazily writing down notes and making references to shit. And you're like, uh, why am I doing this? I've already sunk a bunch of effort into it. I might as well keep going. Um, I'd like to say it was like that sort of Golgotha, but instead what it was, was probably worse, is that I woke up on the couch in my second living room. <laughs> now you sound boozy as fuck. Hmm. <laughs> um, no, I woke up on the couch in my second living room Sunday morning. Not quite sure why I was there because we weren't even using that living room that f- on Saturday night. You didn't even go to your own bed. No, it's about the same <laughs> distance. Um, I then... <laughs> Walked into Yarraville, bought Aperol, a bottle of tequila, and four cans. Walked back, sat down, started researching, and absolutely smashed the research out just in time for my burger to come from a place called Burgatory, which just, A, is a fun name, but I felt like I was in purgatory. So, like, the fact that that arrived was real bad, but I was was on the struggle bus. Yeah. So driving that's, the struggle that's bus by the my sound creative of it. process. Yeah, dude, Jesus, I was the local commissioner for transport for the struggle <laughs> bus. Anyway, <laughs> ticket inspector. So it took How me ages. How hungover are you, sir? I don't, I don't believe you. <laughs> How hungover are you, sir? Out of ten? Yeah. What's two photons like quantumly entangled out of ten? <laughs> What's higher than a seven? I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> What's higher than a seven? <laughs> Yeah, we'll be using that phrase. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so um, you can see the like the train of my brain in the next sentence that I wrote in, in, in this bullet point. If, like me, all of this is filling you with ennui, I have good news. <laughs> do you, well, first, do you know what ennui is? Yeah. <laughs> I, have, I have really explored that, that word yeah. in the last couple of days, especially while writing about the end of all things. Mm. Um, but the good news is that every single one of these possibilities is based on a very simple form of the dark energy equation of state. Uh, Are you about to try and explain a very complicated physics equation over an audio medium? No, much better. My next bullet point just says, the good thing is we know absolutely nothing about dark energy and the physics thereof. (laughs) So so all of these are based on... So you've just like cast your line out with this big juicy piece of bait on the end and then you've just gone nah get fucked cut the line yeah. <laughs> um, so it's possible that the dark energy equation of state could change again in an event that would have consequences that are incredibly difficult to predict so basically what I'm saying is that none of this matters yeah that is a scientific equivalent of we don't fucking know it really is yeah like it's like oh all of this is based on this really thin complex equation which we don't know anything about and also could change massively but, and but we here's this know fun idea about. we had yeah <laughs> um so <laughs> god also you could tell when my brain just shut off because like, i've ended this in the weirdest way possible which is uh, the nature of dark energy is super hypothetical its role in the universe is entirely unknown yeah and that's the end of my research notes no one even knows if it truly exists <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Normally, I then plan like some kind of like outro fun thing. I was dying. It just ended there. <laughs> just a hard cut to like us sitting here drinking a beer. It's like, look, we don't know what happened either. No. So if anything, that ending there, that was the end of the universe as far as this research went. And that was depressing. I mean, that well, was that was entropy by it's, Elliot. It's, it's one of those things like I've always like 
kind of struggle with this in a weird way because like I find these physics concepts and topics super fascinating and I like reading about them for fun but at the same time like you talk about you know the universe ending yeah sure you could get wallowed in depression with that but it's like it's in billions of years yeah well, I, I think I, I was just here. mostly in a fragile state yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> I don't actually care at the end of the day I don't I don't really care too much about when I die. When it happens, I won't know about it immediately afterwards. And also, the only thing I really worry about is who's going to look after the cat. Look, if the cat outlives you, I'll have a lot more questions. I thought you were going to say, I'll take him. I mean, yeah, sure, I'll look after him. But, like, I would have more strike questions. strike me as a cat. I, I, I'll, I'll, just, I'll just dump it on Maddie. He doesn't strike me as a cat person. I'm a cat person. <laughs> I, I would say cat I would, then, Mike? Well, look, we'll get into this after. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, did something happen to a cat? <laughs> No. Where's your cat, Mike? Listen, I have one, but <laughs> I could never show you it. <laughs> what? Where is this? No. What? <laughs> I don't know anymore. Look, I've been topping up the alcohol from the weekend. Do we want to hit the hit the out? <laughs> yeah, I think we should probably get out of here and have some hard conversations about the nature of the universe. <laughs> I thought you were going to say about my life choices. <laughs> that was code. That is what I meant. <laughs> Uh, I'm really, con- I'm really concerned about the nature of the universe. Oh, um, that's quite a big topic. No, no, that's just what I call Elliot's drinking. <laughs> it's, it's so big. <laughs> he drinks the most. Uh, we filled a black hole with alcohol, and he finished it all. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Still, at some point, we'll be allowed to go out, and then I'll find excuses to not drink. Dude, like I, I, I. I know for a fact, as soon as you and I are allowed to go to a pub, we are oh. going to get in there for an hour and then we're going to be blind. Oh, well, that's different though, because that's going to be celebratory, but also yeah. cost us money. Look, it's fine. I haven't been going anywhere. I've got money to spend in pubs. Even I've got money. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it is a mad thing that like when you buy alcohol to drink at home, it feels like it's free. <laughs> Well, because you're not factoring in like, oh, I've got to get tra- I've got to get transport there. I should probably get food while I'm out. Well, um, also, you don't have to every time you go to the fridge deposit cash. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, you're you're prepaying for your booze. That's what you're yeah. doing. It's like when we go to Gabs and you buy the pass that gets you like ten yeah. beer tickets. That's what we're doing. <laughs> yeah, that does always feel like you're drinking for free almost yeah. immediately afterwards. Yeah, take this piece of paper that means nothing. Give me beer. It's it's, it's well, I mean, that's what cash is as well. Um, yes. But it is also like when you, um, and we mentioned this tomorrow, like borrowing from tomorrow. Uh, yes, borrowing happiness from the next day. Yeah. That's the one. Oh, man. <laughs> it's like when you use um, PayPass. PayPass on your card yeah. is way less guilty than putting your number in. Yeah. And, and and especially if you're like, if you do it on your phone, like through. I was going to say, and like your phone Google has made it so Pay, much worse. You do it on your phone, you're like, I'm not even using my credit card. This is fucking nothing. This is free, free yep. for everyone. Give me my stuff. Yeah, it's actually ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Who would have thought a discussion on the uh, the way the world end, the way the universe ends, would lead to how great is credit card debt? <laughs> <laughs> but also Apple Pay and Google Pay, just like fuck credit cards. Give me a virtual one. Yeah, so good. <laughs> Ugh. Um, oh, just thinking about all the things I can buy now. Uh, I'll stop doing that. Dear, <laughs> okay. dear. Um. Well, I tell you what, I know for one, I really enjoyed that. So what I'm probably going to do is go see if us guys have social media profiles anywhere as a unit. 
What was that? I don't know. You want to you have another run at that? That was a mess. Yeah, well, I was going for experimental. Uh-huh. Yeah. Do Can I say this was not successful? No. You know what? Not every experiment is. And that's the... Hun- I, I accept my null hypothesis. There this was go. trash. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> if anyone listening is not feeling the urge to just sit in the dark and cry for a bit while staring at a blank wall, but it's dark, so you won't know, um, you can go onto the internet and find us at Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Hey Brew Podcast. And if you felt after doing that, I have opinions that I'd like to share with these two idiots about what physics is really about, or you don't believe in climate change and you want to tell us for why. <laughs> no, don't do that. No. Um, but you can email us, can't they, Mike? They, they, they can at hello at heybrew.zone. Um, like I said, this made me all very sad, so I'm sorry this is quite slapdash. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little bit. Um, if you don't believe in climate change, fuck off. Yeah, you know how we said like the other week something about like people who don't think the Black Lives Matter protest is important, we don't need you in our pod- podcast. Mm. If you don't believe in climate change either, you can go fucking do one. We don't need you. Either. Yeah, join join those people we, we told to fuck off last time. In the ditch that they live in. <laughs> yes. In the ditch that they died in. Well, no. I mean, I... I they're still around, you're, right? You're nicer than me. All right. <laughs> Let's keep this moving. Um, all right. <laughs> Before it gets worse. E- email us. Do things. Tell us beers we should drink. Tell us yes. why my physics understandings are wrong. Yeah. Maybe maybe give us recommendations of other physics books to read to yeah. further our own understanding before we try to do another one of these again. Preferably approachable ones. Yeah. My first quantum entanglement. <laughs> that That sounds like a bad romantic novel I don't want to read. Oh, now I really want to read that. I've got a friend who writes erotic and um, romantic novels. I'm going to ask her if she'd be interested in writing one like that. Schrodinger's liaison. You're welcome. (laughs) He both is and isn't wearing a condom. He both is and isn't faithful to his wife. This sucks. I hate it. Let's keep moving. Let's get I'm out sorry, of here. madam. The tests have come back and you both are and aren't pregnant until we <laughs> oh, observe no. it. And he both is and isn't the father. We can do this all day. <laughs> oh, that's just like, that's what just being a step parent's about. <laughs> oh, no. Yep. All right. Let's wrap it up. Yeah, please. <laughs> um, Brain hurts. Yep. Send us stuff that we would like to read yeah. or tell us beers to drink. Yeah, we'll, we'll take a look. Please give us easier topics to tackle for the next episode. That'll be swell. Mm. Also, in about a month's time, in theory, we'll be able to hang out again. So these episodes won't be so weird and depressing and I mean, really loose. I mean, the the, the in us, us being like isolated has not dictated the topics necessarily. No, I, I think I think we get we get way weirder with it at times. Maybe because I can just end the Zoom call and go fucking hide in my bedroom and cry afterwards. <laughs> yeah, and I if you think- were here, that'd just be weird. Yeah, also we normally get we normally get snacks afterwards. Yeah, we do. And I miss mm. that. I miss that so much. <sighs> anyway. Stay inside, wash your hands. Yeah. Yeah, wear a mask. <laughs> it's the right thing to do. <laughs> this feels like that Mitchell and Webb uh, sketch where it's like, please stay inside and take your take your recommended pills at the right time. <laughs> um anyway. Uh should we should we call it? 
Yeah, I don't really have anything it, to add about. Can yeah. anything to add about the beer or, or or about the nature of the end of the universe? I mean, my beer's all gone, and it's mm. starting to hit me in a very uh, real way. I'm going to go give mine a big slurp and finish it. There you go. Thank you very much. Have a big rip later. I don't know what I'm talking about. Is that a wee? Maybe. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, this has been uh, another highly experimental episode of Hey Brew. This is what happens when you microdose before recording. Um, is it? No. No. That was last time. I don't um, know what you're up to. Nah. It's lockdown. You can't buy anything. <laughs> yeah, but also no one knows because you're inside. Huh. Okay. This has been Hey Brew. Um, discussing the end of the universe. I have been Elliot. And I have been Professor Mike. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. They are getting weirder. Like, <laughs> no, I, I, I think, think the just... topics we come in with all like the right intentions, but also yeah. every time now we're drinking like 11 percenters. Yeah, just... I know. I can't wait till we do a session beer and we're just like, this isn't as fun. Yeah, we just sat there like... <laughs> So, that bit on The Simpsons is where they're like So, have you read The Barefoot Investor or is it just me? <laughs> uh, you know, Hobbs just finished it. He said it was quite good. Yeah, all right. Um, but I am reminded, it's going to be like, you know when uh, Who Shot Mr. Burns when they interview Tico, Tito Fuente and he does the song and they're like, wow, I hope every interview is this good and then they interview Skinner and he's like, now, now let, let, me let me think <laughs> uh that's that's what's going to be like when we're on the session ales just like hmm it's three yeah. percent it's a sour beer yeah a little less mouthy a little more contemplative <laughs> a little less mouthy <laughs> that should descri- describe elliot the morning after and the night before oh no this is this is the modern day equivalent of alan silito's saturday night and sunday morning elliot big mouthpiece elliot Quite sad. <laughs> <laughs>